Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome, well, welcome us, us back, actually, uh, to Rule Thirds, your, your favorite film movie podcast, hopefully. Uh, film, did I say film movie podcast? Did you, I thought I heard, like, filmy okay, movie well, podcast. I'm just gonna roll with it. It's yeah. I'm a little rusty with this hosting stuff. Anyway, yeah. everyone, welcome back. Uh, today's gonna be interesting, because this isn't really the type of movie we usually cover. This weekend, uh, the Maze Runner Scorch Trials came out. You'd think we'd be covering that because that you know we covered the first maze runner we do the blockbusters and all that but instead we're actually going to be talking about the latest dark dismal gangster flick uh black mass starring johnny the depp uh legal name and uh so yeah i'm pretty excited to talk um larry's here but uh max yeah. is not he has not seen black mass yeah so it is just i'm two larry person. i'm larry by the way that's sean I, I, just, I just didn't want to be whatever yes my name is yeah. sean now, my name is Larry. <laughs> yes, and so we're going to get this review uh, going, but first we're going to do community segment. And uh, that's me. All right, So I yeah. just gave myself my own segue. Nice. Uh, as always. <laughs> it's always awkward when I'm hosting. It's like, over to you, Sean. Thanks, Sean. Um, so Whitley, uh, this is the film school episode. Mm, that was a while ago. Yeah. Uh, Whitley says he'd make a joke about how we're all in college, uh, but he says at his university, he was in university for six years and still doesn't know what to do with his writing aspirations so he can't make any jokes uh whitley i'm sure uh, you'll you'll find it i'm sure i have no idea so <laughs> i'm just lucky enough to still be in college and hopefully we'll figure out in you know a year's time um he says for advice for you larry he says have a life outside of school so all right he'll already save done you stress and pain yeah but, uh, yeah he wants a thanks. month of the film club dedicated to miyazaki because of course he does <laughs> but eh. take that into consideration oh how's the film club idea going uh, well, um, I'm still doing movie nights in my dorm, okay. as usual. We are, I am getting in the motion right now a horror movie month, uh, which is, like, like a, uh, campus-wide event that's happening, which is sort of, like, cool. the, the small steps. Um, I, about the whole club thing, there are just, like, a lot of clubs that show movies already, so I need to think of a, maybe some other angles, but, uh, it's in the motions. It's in the motions. Cool. Um, and then finally it says, film school's confusing, then again, I stick to watching films more than deconstructing how they work. Here's something that's funny that I found. Um, if you watch a ton of movies, you will find it very easy to deconstruct. And you will find it even easier to construct. Like, I, I, I found that to be the case. Like, it's actually pretty easy to piece together a at least serviceable little story. Just based on, if you've seen a lot of movies, it's just kind of ingrained. You know, what feels right is just kind of already there. And so I think you'd be surprised, Whitley. You should try to deconstruct some of your favorites sometime and figure out why you like them so much. I don't think it's as hard as you think. I think... Uh, I think pretty much anyone can do it if they watch film enough. So there's my advice to you, Whitley, even though you're ah, the one giving advice. Yeah. Um, and then Seth. Uh, I'm so excited, Seth. You came out with your novel, finally, exclusively in our comment section. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I thought you were Sorry. being serious for a sec. <laughs> I was ready. I know. Uh, anyway, Seth left a really long comment. I can't read it here, but you can go check it out on the on our YouTube page. It's the Film School episode. So that's it for a community segment. Uh, go play Fantasy Movie League. I've forgotten the past like three weeks because I'm stupid. And I um, got go number play. one two weeks in a row. Because no one else was playing. <laughs> uh, hey, there are some other okay. people playing. This because well, you didn't play. Were. Yeah, Max and I were. Well, that's because uh, you anyway. guys are busy people. Anyway, go do that if you want. Go join. Yeah. Uh, our league is Rule Thirds, and the password is Cinematac. One word, no caps, just Cinematac. So mm-hmm. there you go. End community segment. Yeah. Uh, now the review. So yes. we're gonna we do we're doing the new format. So we're gonna give our mini reviews and scores, and then do not spoilers, 
Uh, though, honestly, for this movie, it's, we're going to have barely any spoilers. That's kind of a real world story. It's kind of a biopic. So it's kind of, you know, it's, it's harder to spoil, but we, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll tell you when spoilers happen, but not for a while. So stick around. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're used to the old format, you don't have to leave anymore. Um, but with that in mind, we are going to do our thesis, thesis statements and scores. So Larry, what do you think of black mass? Uh, all right. Um, the thing about like crime gangster movies for me is that I feel a lot of the time, some of these movies tend to fall to this problem where there's a little bit too much, uh, dialogue and not enough of anything else, really not enough variation between that. And I think that unfortunately black mass does suffer from this a bit. Uh, it's very dialogue heavy. In fact, almost every scene is mm-hmm. is a conversation. That's not a bad thing necessarily. I'm not implying that this is inherently bad. I'm just saying at times it can feel a little slow. Uh, and at times it doesn't hold you as much as it does when there's much more character being developed and there's much more of a of a of a showing not telling basically is what I'm is what I'm what I'm saying. Um, so. In that sense, it does suffer from something. But besides for that, I think it's a very well-made film. I think it's a very interesting uh, first Oscar contender for the year, at least wide release. I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. I did enjoy myself. And Johnny Depp, by the way, thank God, he's finally back. He gave mm-hmm. a fantastic performance in this film, for sure. Uh, definitely a highlight. And that's it. All right. Um, well, as for myself, I would say that Black Mass is uh, a good film that could have been really great. And it, it's one of those weird instances where I was disappointed, but it's such a slight step down. Um, so I'm not, you know, upset about it at all. I'm just a little, a little underwhelmed. And basically what it comes down to, to me is it, there's too much of this movie and too much of it was misguided. I think there is a really interesting story in this movie about an FBI guy who, disagrees with his childhood friends you know criminal activity but uses it as a connection to bring down this other mob and then the 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 gangster slowly corrupts this fbi agent like that that, that's interesting story and that's hinted at in black mass and that's what grabbed my attention unfortunately black mass was too obsessed with the character of uh jimmy because every gangster's name is jimmy right yeah whitey Whitey. james whitey bulger yeah uh which is johnny Depp. They were too in, in love with this character, and the performance obviously didn't help because it's a it's a very it's it's a great performance, and it's too scattered. Uh, it focuses on the wrong thing, in my opinion. It's the problem of the biopic. This feels like a biopic. It it goes through the events. It doesn't put in any effort into like crafting it as a as a good solid narrative, like you'd want from a movie. Instead, it just wants to retell events in a cinematic way. And I think that makes it come across scattered and it dilutes what I think could have been a much stronger, if not more conventional, core film. So, I again, I enjoyed it, but it could have been done. I think it could have been amazing. So I'm going to be giving Black Mass a 7 out of 10. It's good. It's not. It's not good. All right. So Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, now we get into, so as you can see, you know, we're, we're both pretty much in agreement, but we're not going to do spoilers just yet, so you can stick around if you haven't seen it. Um, look, I mean, elephant in the room, Larry, uh, do we want to just start with Johnny Depp? Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. The, the advertising pretty much made it, like, the only focus is Johnny Depp. Uh, the posters, just everything's Johnny Depp. Yeah, I, I, so, underst- I understand that, and I, I think it's for good uh, good reason. Um, now I, okay. So I'll just, I'll just kind of take uh, take the lead with this. I've been wa- reading a lot of reviews for black mass, uh, since I 
saw it. And there's a lot of different uh, thoughts going around about the character of Whitey and Johnny Depp's performance and the makeup job and whatever. Personally, I think Johnny Depp did a very good job with what he was given. Now, again, I, I think it's a good a good idea to separate the performance from what's given. Um, the performance, in my opinion, is exactly what I think Johnny Depp was going for. It was very, uh, very intimidating. Johnny Depp freaked me out, like in certain scenes. Um, it, it, like for real, the makeup job. Yes, I can tell it was a makeup job. Was it a little distracting? Ooh, see, that's why I disagree. I think it looked really good. I, well, I mean, I was... I mean, well, I mean, yes, it looks good, but I mean, I inherently know it is a makeup job because yeah, I know I how Johnny Depp looks. A lot of people have problems with like Looper with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but I didn't. So I guess this is kind of the same thing. Yes, no, I know it's makeup, but it looks really good. And it yeah, it does look more really like good. A character, you know, I see the character more than Johnny Depp. Yeah, you yeah. Know, the makeup helped that. Yeah, and even like just the design, like the character, the the hair done and the costume mm-hmm. design and everything was very good. It, it definitely felt immersive of the environment. The only yes. thing is, like, I guess Johnny Depp's character was supposed to look like twenty years older than every other character. Was that the idea? Because that's how Johnny Depp looks. Well, like, yeah, like his wife is like thirty years younger. Right. Yeah, we. Right. I understand <laughs> he's with a younger woman, but like him and Benedict Cumberbatch, they look legitimately twenty years apart. Yeah. So it's a little distracting. In that regard, it's hard for me to believe, oh, wow, these two really are brothers. But, I mean, at the same time, it's undeniable that he was a good casting for this. Oh, oh my God, wonderful casting. Super intimidating. He really gets into the character. Also, I just want Mm -hmm. to address the best scene, in my opinion, one of the best scenes, the dinner scene. With Johnny yeah. Depp, which the, which is what the first trailer basically revolved yeah, around. Yeah, the first trailer was pretty much the whole scene, so and it's it not was really good, spoilers. But it was a good trailer, you know? Yeah. I really liked it. Um, I hear a lot of people getting annoyed that it's too much like the, the Joe Pesci scene from Goodfellas. I've been hearing a I, I lot about this. I, I don't think I've seen Goodfellas, actually. Oh, wow. You yeah, no, I haven't please seen see it. Goodfellas. It's a wonderful film. But it's like... I'm just sort of getting pissed off about that because I know this is a tangent, but I just want to kind of address it because a lot of people are comparing Black Mass to other films in their review. Oh, The Godfather. Oh, The Departed. Oh, Goodfellas. You know, all these films. And I understand that really reviewing films in general does sort of have this basis of comparing it to what you've already Mm -hmm. seen. But at the same time, we need to talk about Black Mass as Black Mass. You know, that's, that's the most important thing here. And for Johnny Depp, I think he knocked it out of the park. I think he did a great job. See, on that note, and jumping off the whole Johnny Depp's intimidating, um, I think the movie did feel like a lot of other movies. I think there are a lot of plot... Like, I can't think of a beat that really stood out as unique. And the film kept doing these, like, super intense uh, hits, scenes. You know, someone's getting murdered. Whether it's, you know, Whitey himself choking someone out, or he's shooting people, or one of his gangsters goes and shoots someone in the head. Like, there's like five of those instances. Yeah. Just, I I don't have too much more to say Johnny Depp, so if you don't mind, I'll transition a little bit. I'll just say that there was kind of a an element that is such a given nowadays. It's an already gangster movie. The shock of seeing someone shot in the head, like without editing away or anything, it's not there. It's, it's, I don't think it's a matter of desensitizing. It's a, it's a matter of expectations. And the fact that they kept doing it, you know, they kept having people mm. getting bloodily shot and it, it kept feeling like we were supposed to be so disturbed. And yes, it's disturbing since it happened in real life, but in terms of your movie, it felt a bit redundant. And so, yes, Johnny Depp was intimidating, but it, I don't know how much that really made me feel in the movie because it kind of felt the same intimidation over and over. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I think like yeah. something like so, – an observation I've been sort of making a little bit as I've been thinking about this movie is that it kind of goes in cycles. It kind of does – it sort of is in a loop. What will happen is characters will talk. They'll identify a new character. And, yeah, then, yeah, at, yeah. and then at some was- point – 
another character because they think that they that you know they've ratted out will somehow get murdered. You know, it's almost as if this should have been like a mini series. Now that you bring that up, yeah, I mean, like, I guess I guess so. Episode like, episode one is like them introduce introducing everyone, and Whitey agrees to work the FBI, right. and now, then two is the Florida stuff, and three, you know, like that could actually have worked better. Now that well, being said, though, I do like the idea that not all of the cast were immediately introduced. That like sure. Peter Sarsgaard was uh, came later, and that Corey Stoll came later. Corey I like Stoll that. was like he had like three scenes. Yeah, he, he didn't have that much to do, but at least he and, wasn't immediately like thrown at your face. Right, which was sort and of nice. Remind me of that, by the way, the whole Corey Stoll thing. Yeah, that, that uh, helped me transition to a bigger point. Okay, um, um, I just like it goes back to my main point. You know, like like The Godfather. I really like The Godfather. Very well made film, but part of me just can't get over the fact that a lot of it is just dialogue and there isn't enough time where we try to enter some new form of of storytelling right right so i just want to make clear because i get what you're saying but it sounds like okay it sounds bad what you're saying it's like there's so much dialogue but yeah i know i know i know i got you you. mean is actions express characters probably more exactly that's what it's a lot of showing and not telling there's a lot of telling not showing with gangster movies a lot of it is like them just sitting down and and just talking about the rat and I'm not mm-hmm. a rad. That's another thing. All the characters felt like, well, look, they're, they're the Boston gangsters. They felt we've seen them before. Like, Giant Depp's the only one that stood out to me. Everyone else was just, yeah, I'm the thug. Boston. <laughs> Boston. You know, Pack the cat, dropping F-bombs the cat. everywhere. And again, it, it didn't. it's not like the film really meant to focus on them, but it's a note, you know? Yeah, I, I get that. And I mean, again, the movie doesn't, necessarily feel like something brand new although the right, idea that's kind of why i think that the the comparisons to other crime movies i think are valid in this case because like i was like kind of was using this as a segue a lot of the elements kind of feel the same like we've seen all the gruesome hits like all these hits scenes were like oh someone's being brutally murdered oh the the you know panic and the brutality of johnny depp in 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 theory would be effective except like i, I just kept thinking of the ending of godfather and there are like five hits going out at the same time. And that's so much more effective. And so it does feel like a lot of other movies. And plus there's also not... the church, which kind of adds an even oh, yeah, more effective, right. uh, you know, yeah. part of it. Um, but I'm, I, and I get what you're saying. And I, I would like to address both the points that you just made. First of all, about the whole comparison to the movies. And I understand that, again, a lot of opinions on movies, especially nowadays, especially with us, are very timely. You know, sure, they, sure. They, they have to do with what we've seen. If someone's never seen a crime film before and they sat through Black Mass – they'd probably get pretty it, – it, it disturbed them quite a bit. There's a lot yes. of disturbing material in this film to go I, to go around. I, I don't think that's, that's – I, I don't think that's a like – Yeah, it's not, a valid, a, it's not a valid point to change my grade or anything. I'm not going right. to use no that. To, I don't think anyone's really going in like, oh, I've right, heard about yeah. these gangster movies. Right, yeah. I, I will I, – I'm not going to say it, it leaps any creative bounds, but I still think that, you know – even if something's been done a million times, if it's still done well, it's done well, at least in my opinion. Sure. So I'll give it that. As but far this as this wasn't done any better or worse, like I'll say that to be fair. Like, yeah. It was not done worse than other crime movies. But again, all the supporting characters kind of felt like the same supporting characters that we've seen before. Yeah. The amount of hits, they all kind of felt the same. The basic storyline kind of looped where it's like, is so and so a rat? They get killed. Oh, now so and so is a rat. They get killed. And, like, yeah. Yeah, so I guess that's why the comparison. I, I will say though, I do kind of like the idea of like an FBI agent. I know that like, oh yeah, you know, FBI agents working with mob bosses. Totally, we've seen that before. But like the fact that they were childhood friends, 
And yeah. There's sort of that element they, of camaraderie there. Right, right, right. We'll definitely come back to that. Right. Definitely. Um, as far as the other point about like what I was saying kind of sounded bad, I get that. One of my pet peeves is when someone says like, there's too much talking, you know, in a right. movie. I hate right. that. But We're not saying have a shootout because there are no action scenes in this movie. No, not there are action beats. There's no there like scenes. scenes. <laughs> yes, like, exactly. There are no shootouts with the police or another gang. It's all just someone goes up and kills someone else. Um, so we're not talking give us an action scene. You know, yeah. we're just saying their actions should speak more than just them talking. Exact, exactly. All right. Like, and just to conclude off, like, there's a lot of like, okay, I know we've talked about me and Max have talked about exposition all the time. <laughs> and I really like to I like to, you know, play in exposition's favor, because in my opinion, it in some movies, it works very well. Yes. But here is an example of a film that just has a little bit too much of it. And there's not enough of a show don't tell aspect to any of the other characters. Whitey possibly being an exception. We, I don't know. You, you'd have yeah, to no, dissect no, get, it a little yeah, bit. He, he has enough, he's enough of a focus that his actions do highlight more than most. Yeah. Right. But like the supporting characters, right. it's Everyone all else is pretty much. Yeah. We hear it straight out, especially mm-hmm. with like Joel Edgerton and with like Benedict Cumberbatch. We just we know. You know, yeah. they, they they tell us straight out, which gets tiring when you have, like, a two-hour film. So yeah. this, that's the This movie point. could have been a, a decent chunk shorter, honestly. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, kind of, I mean, yeah, trends yeah, the along. Show don't tell, some... it's, it's almost as if this kind of genre allows it for some reason. I, I don't – like, I never – I honestly – not including show don't tell things, I never think that any movie should just get away with that. If the movie is just going to tell us everything and just sort of not use visual storytelling to its fullest extent, or at least to an extent, it's just, it does. It's not going to work for me. Yeah, and, you know, sorry, and, go ahead. and well, I mean, I was just, and that's kind of my thing with The Godfather. Even sometimes with Goodfellas, I get that the mafia has a lot of talking to one another. It's a lot of communication, but still, you have so many possibilities with this genre to be effective by just showing. Yeah, you know? maybe you know, maybe it's kind of a, a perfect storm here because I found a lot of biopics are all talking. Because yeah. let's be honest, real life talking is what reveals things, and that's how people work through problems. You know, mm-hmm. but cinematically speaking, you want actions, and I don't mean action as in action scenes. I mean like you want people to act on impulses and act Do on things. their desires, and like that's you know you got to have your protagonist pushing something. It's basic screenwriting stuff, right? Um, and so. With biopics, a lot of times they do just kind of follow what happened. Like in real life, not as many actions were taken. So they kind of just have to have these characters talk. And they might be wonderfully fleshed out and wonderfully accurate, but it still feels weak to me because I want the more cinematic language of, you know, show, don't tell. Uh, And then on the other hand, this whole mafia thing, like you were saying, like apparently Goodfellas has this problem. Godfather, I don't remember as much. I I liked Godfather, but I can, I should rewatch it. It was a little while ago. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, maybe it's kind of perfect storm. Maybe these two genres lended it like it gets it gets a free pass from people on both fronts. Like oh, it's a biopic, so there's going to be more talking than active character choices. Oh, it's a gangster film, there's going to be more talking than active character choices. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, maybe that was the case. In this yeah, film. but that's that's really my only major point that I think holds the film back. Hmm. Uh, but I mean, but I mean, there, I mean, there are a, lot, a couple other small details, but in my opinion, that's my only like. Big point. I I did I do think it's a well made film. I'm I'm sure that Johnny I I would be surprised if Johnny Depp wasn't nominated uh, here. Oh, he'll get nominated for the role. I yeah, I don't know if he'll win, win but yeah. I mean a makeup job, totally new. Uh, you know, feel well. I mean, he's done makeup jobs before, but like this is a new character mm-hmm. for him. So I'm I hope he gets nominated. He did a great job. 
in my mm, opinion. Definitely. But uh, anyway, uh, you asked me to remind you about the Corey Stoll thing. Yes, I think we can move on to my big point. Yeah, sure. Which is what I hinted at in just that opening thing. So it's, I'm, I'm just kind of going to go more in-depth into it. The mm-hmm. whole problem of the biopic. Mm-hmm. Um, why these movies always kind of fall flat to me is because they do concentrate a lot on here's what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, like here's here are the events in real life shown for you, the audience. And that's admirable. You want to represent history. Fine. That's a lo- that's a lot of this film, to be quite yeah, honest. That's all this film. Yeah, yeah. And they do the time jumps. They do all this. Like it's all something that kind jumps. of just brought up. I want to ask you a question. Okay. What part? What role in the story did Benedict Cumberbatch play? I know what he was supposed to play. <laughs> I can, like, I can, you know, and he is the brother. He's the stand-up right. brother. He's the opposition. What he like? Can you tell me what he did in the plot to affect it? Uh, the only thing I can maybe muster up is his dual, his not duality. It's his uh, just his harshness to both Whitey and Edgerton. But did which, that affect the plot? Not really. Right. See, that's the problem. Why is he there then? Because he has he to. Had he's a, a character. Yeah, he's the character he had a in brother. the story. And, yeah. And so, when I say it can be a lot shorter, and it should become, I, I think I said at the beginning, Black Mass would be much stronger if it got more conventional. And usually, that's not really the case. You know, I'm a big proponent of trying to break the rules, see what works, experimenting all that to a point, of course. Mm-hmm. But in this case, like I said at the beginning, what drew me in about this movie was this central storyline that i thought they were setting up protagonist joel edgerton's character right he's in the fbi he wants to make a name he wants to take with the mafia so he's gonna he's gonna become an ally with this other gangster that he knows from his childhood and the gangster wants to do it because he can gain some turf and fbi guy wants some info so there's this alliance and then slowly over all his events the gangster kind of who's the antagonist by the way Uh starts to kind of work him starts to bring him into his world the benefits of it he starts looking the other way, you know, when it was some shady stuff happens because he's benefiting. And soon it's not even about taking down that other mob. It's about the benefits he gets. He becomes corrupt. And then eventually, of course, he gets brought down for what he did. Right. And, and the antagonist walks away. He got away with it. The protagonist that was corrupted and the fall from his honorable intentions, he gets put in prison for 40 years. That is technically what happens in Black Mass. Mm-hmm. Enter spoiler section. Sorry. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, right. everyone. Again, this is real life. It's kind of hard to do spoilers, but but anyway, do you, do you kind of see what I'm getting at? Doesn't that sound like a very interesting film? Yeah. Okay. What was the, like eighty percent of this movie's time spent on, though? Um. The. Oh wow. Well, the I mean, crime. It was just well, crime. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Well, I mean that kind of works into it. That kind of works into the idea that there wasn't enough character. It was more so just right. the expositional plot, the details. Right, and so with their focus on to like what happened, I think they missed this 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 core story. It's opportunity. It shouldn't be Johnny Depp's movie. As he did great, okay, he did great, but this should have been Joel Edgerton's movie. It should have been a tragedy. It should have been a you know about corruption. It should have been his fall from grace. The tragedy of Joel Edgerton. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And instead, it's it's a, it's just kind of the more generic crime movie because they wanted a to show this character. Apparently, this gangster uh, what's his name? Whitey 
Whitey Bulger. Whitey Bulger. Apparently, he's inspired tons of movie gangsters. He's apparently really notorious. I I don't know gang history, like gangster history. Sorry. Um, and so I get that they really wanted to put this character front and center. And of course, Johnny Depp killed it, so they want to push him even more. I bet in the editing room, they edited to make sure Johnny Depp got as much as possible. And I don't blame them. It was a good choice. But I think overall, the film would have been stronger if it went more conventional. Give us a protagonist. Give us an antagonist. Give us that inevitable end. We, you know what? At the end of the day, I don't care about all this, this shocking death. And like this scene with a girl... Uh, that was sleeping with one of Whitey's friends and then she knows too much and they kill her. Like it, it didn't change anything. It was just there to shock, to show crime, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think, I mean, obviously I guess I'm in the minority cause it's a very popular film, but I think people, at least, okay, me, I don't find that as interesting anymore. I've seen crime. I've seen this kind of movie and unless you're doing it like unbelievably well, which again, this is done well, but just not exceedingly. I think you should try to focus on a more solid framework and a more solid spine of your movie. And so if you cut this down to like 100 minutes, like make it short. It's a decently short feature. I think it would have been much stronger. You know, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, yeah I, get, I get you. I really do. And mm-hmm. I and I, I think that that's especially a good point because now I think the violence is done well, as you said. And in fact, yes. I do think that there are some scenes, in my opinion, which do have – some interesting edges to them. For example, uh, are we are in the spoiler section now? Yes. Officially, when Whitey shoots Sarsgaard, what his character? In my opinion, I kind of love just how how outright it is. Like literally, he walks out of the car and he just shoots him, and mm-hmm. he like leaves. In my opinion, that kind of got me a little bit. You know, you know what would have worked honestly is is do this the basic one v one, you know, basic solid storyline, but cut away to the crime. Mm-hmm. Don't make it the full scenes, but if you want to give us those hits just to show what this FBI agent's up against and what he's inevitably going to be okay with, keep them. But I don't need this extra stuff that like builds up to it. It honestly could be more shocking if it just cuts in and he's just shooting a guy. And then it cuts back to the FBI and they say, so-and-so's dead. Apparently, he had done this to Whitey Boulder. And so we get the yeah. background needed. That's It's funny. Now I'm kind of contradicting myself because I'm saying – Ideally, you kind of just tell us that instead of show. <laughs> yeah, I think. It, it, I don't know. I, again, I'm just kind of brainstorming, but I think well, I mean, this it, highlights a problem of too biopicy, too unfocused. Well, basically, I, I think something that you, I think what you're basically saying is make give more character, sort of. Yeah. In my opinion, and then once you show the character, the crime will be a bit more weighted because we've already seen the human side of the right. characters. Uh, which I totally get, and that's kind of one of the reasons why the last scene of Godfather, which we mentioned before, is such a great scene. Yes. Because we're seeing a human side along with the terrible side, and they're both being intercut together. Yeah, and it's such – I mean the editing of that scene is oh, yes. amazing. Oh, yeah, it's great. Easily but the best watch scene. watch that tonight, just that scene. Oh, great yeah, scene. easily the best scene in the movie in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and like, like the crime is – disturbing just the idea like oh, just yeah. like seeing johnny depp choke a woman is not something i would do on a saturday night you know when right. i want and to the feel fact good that, that happened in real life is upsetting yeah oh my god absolutely and also i do think the filmmaking techniques that are being used are good techniques yeah actually, we, oh, we actually. linger on his face while this mm-hmm. woman is being you know choked and it, it hits yeah dramatically it definitely hits right it, that's the problem 
The execution of this movie is so good. That's yeah. why it's a seven. It's a good movie. All this complaining, all this, here's how to do it better. I know, again, that sounds arrogant, but it's it's basically just me brainstorming how to fix my biggest problem with it. So don't don't take it like, oh, I could totally make it better. Um, right. But at the end of the day, I'm just addressing like base stuff. I cannot argue with how beautifully shot it is, how well edited it is, any of that. The acting's really good. If you know the characters aren't given that much, except right. Joel Edgerton, which ties into the whole he should have been the protagonist because Whitey doesn't change. As no, no, great as no. Johnny's performance is, and it has ups and downs depending on the situation, so it wasn't a flat performance at all. Nope. He, the character himself didn't change. Mm-hmm. No, not really. But Joel Edgerton's did. He did go corrupt, and I wanted to see that more. I wanted that drawn out. And so, again, execution, top-notch. Mm-hmm. Just top-notch. Acting, great. Cinematography, great. Editing, great. Directing, great. It's just this it, – it's unfocused. Yeah. I could, so. I, could, I could definitely see that. And again, yeah. if, if we could just make a – go back to the acting just a second. I really just want to spotlight Peter Sarsgaard right here. Because, like, to be very honest with you, he gave me more character just through his actions and scenes – than really mainly any of the other supporting characters. Like, I was really surprised. Like, hmm. Sarsgaard scares me normally, you know? <laughs> just, like, just like his face, honestly, kind of gives off a weird vibe, especially thinking about him from Green Lantern. Kind, You know, a little weird. But, like, make him, a, like, a drug addict who's a wimp and gets scared, but it also has, like, mental issues. We're in for an interesting ride. And I think his scenes are very well done, and I think he just... He he evokes he evoked a really good like honestly he's my favorite supporting character and and he surprised me so much in this film which is why I'm bringing it up as opposed to like Corey Stoll who pretty much plays the most cliche character right see and that's the kind of thing what I wanted to help bring up because that just kind of highlighted like introducing a character that late that yeah. just has such an importance as to like you know bring down the entire protagonist's plan that's on a storytelling level weak. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 a problem I had with Breaking Bad, where one of the, uh, no spoilers here, but one of the most important characters of the entire show is killed by a character introduced that season. Mm-hmm. It was too late, and so here, yes, in real life, this this guy did come in, you know, to the FBI, took over the division, and shut this down. That is true, factual, what happened. But in terms of movie t- movie, Corey Stoll just comes in with like twenty minutes left in the movie and upends everything. Yeah, with no build up. You know, so I wish this movie could have lied a little bit and said because of something Joel Edgerton did, he's brought in. And so it's kind of his own downfall. And, like, they could have lied a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, we talked about how the books don't matter. We could do an episode on real life doesn't matter <laughs> sometimes. You know? Well, yeah, it's a, you have to put that ask, asterisk there, like, right. sometimes. Again, it's, it's, sometimes. A much, it's a much more gray. I think we've discussed it at, we, uh, in our SML studios where we um, did a biopic, where we did the biopic about the gold rush. We sort of hit upon some of the details, uh, but it's it's a very gray area, you right. know the whole but the whole biopic case, thing. If you lied a little bit, whatever. And I think it's also it's important to uh, you know kind of mention and acknowledge that it's not easy making a biopic. No, no, really no, it's at not. all. It's very you're you have to somehow balance uh, having the details there for you, mixing it with some sort of narrative storytelling. Like I haven't even begin to fathom how I would ever make a biopic. Yeah, like, honestly, I, I, honestly. Black Mass just makes me appreciate Rush more. <laughs> oh, my God. I have, it, I have yet I, to see that film. You need to because it is unbelievable how it is completely a biopic. It does the time jumps over like a, like 12 years or whatever. No, not that much, but a long a long time. It, it, it follows two characters. like There are two protagonists. 
It, it does everything that happened in real life, I've, so I've read. I mean, Nicky Lauda was involved in the production and writing and stuff. One of the main characters is still alive. He was involved. And yet, it all feels narrative and it satisfying narrative. Oh, wow. It's not unfocused. So That's great. Biopic, biopic-itis, whatever it's called. <laughs> Rush was able to escape. I don't know what they did, but Ron Howard, uh, Ron give me a Howard. call. Dude. Explain me your genius. How'd you do it? Um, <laughs> Give me the details of your master. Oh, your by the master. way, very excited for In the Heart of the Sea. Oh, yeah, uh, I got Ronnie. a new trailer recently, I believe, <laughs> yes. didn't it? Mm. Yes. I, I have yet to watch it. I should check that out. That is uh, Whales Are Evil, the movie, so I uh, You're I automatically approve. for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like anyway, Whales Are Evil. I digress. Uh, do you have any more points, Larry? I mean, I feel um, like we got out everything pretty I, much. Yeah, I think the last point that I would pers- – actually, okay, two very minor points. One, okay. kind of pissed me off how, like, the time jumps when they happen – they just sort of happen, and then to fill the time between that, we just get these huge exposition dumps. Uh, it yeah. kind of annoyed me, but again, you kind of have to do that. But again, it kind of works into the whole bigger ideas that we've been talking about. Right, and um, also like you know, his son dies, and then yeah, cut, his son I, dies. I kind of wanted to see just a little bit afterwards because the son's not even dead, and then it just jumps ahead and it says, "I want to talk to you about this period after his son died." Yeah, there's like, a whole <laughs> scene that we get beforehand with him, like with him and his wife. And right. it reveals so much about him and his, you know, sort of duality so, in a sense. Yeah, I would have liked to see stuff after. And so some of yeah. the time jumps were after a crucial events that I would have liked to see in the aftermath of a little more so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, second point, I really liked how at the end when they when the text comes up and everything that they they like they stopped the text and then another scene was starting mm-hmm. and it was sort of like a brand new scene. I think that's a very interesting way of portraying the future. Mm-hmm. Of the biopic, essentially. No, I have not seen an, an, another biopic that does that. Which and it kind of it kind of made me jump a little bit because I was like, oh my, whoa, is there something else <laughs> happening? So that was that well done on that uh, regard. But and, but that's pretty much it for Black Mass for me. Yeah, I just I also just as a fun little note, I didn't know he was arrested in Santa Monica. <laughs> oh, he, I did not know that either. Yeah, that was said at the very end. Whitey Bulger arrested in 2011 in Santa Monica, and I was there all summer. It's kind of funny. So, oh wow. Yeah, I was walking the streets of Whitey Bulger. Look out. Some of the gangster might have worn off on me. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, yeah, I don't think I'm am – I, am I pulling it off, Larry? Am I threatening? Am I – no? Yeah, okay. you got it. You got okay, it. Okay, cool, cool. You um, got it. I guess that does it for us. Um, yeah. This was a short review. I'm glad because I, I'm, I, we got at the points that we wanted, but we, we didn't dwell too much. I think this worked really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it for us. Uh, thank you all for listening. Again, I gave it a 7. I gave it a 7.5. And we, we don't need, really need to reset our thesis. Yeah, we you, we, much, again, the yeah. big ideas are, are are really the things that hold our theses together. So. Yeah, yeah. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm glad and, uh, this... What did you guys think of Black Mass if you saw it? Yes, you let know? us know Black Mass. Actually, I think the more interesting question is, what kind of biopics do you like, and why do you think... Like, do you agree about this whole biopic being unfocused? You think it's just kind of a personal taste thing, and it's not inherently kind of a bad story structure. It's just kind of different. I'm do not you, used to. Yeah. Do you prefer a biopic with more narrative structure, or do you prefer a biopic that sort of sticks to the facts? Yeah. So, uh, and uh, final question: Have you seen Rush? If the answer is no, <laughs> fix it. <laughs> Don't comment. Uh, Watch the movie, then comment and say yes. Then comment. Um, so that will do it for us. Thank you again for listening. And uh, until next time. My name is Sean. And my name is Larry. And you'll hear us later.